Did you know that more than half of Americans admit to using a pool, a swimming pool, instead of a shower? <laughs> Apparently. Uh, or, or at least a bunch of uh, news outlets are willing to believe and propagate this complete fucking nonsense. And why? Um, So the the joke is, geez, did Chlorine write this article? And the answer is why, yes, actually. (laughs) Yes, it's it's not actually a joke. (laughs) It super did. Uh, First of all, I did not know that (laughs) that Chlorine had, uh, you know, that there was specific PR for the Chlorine industry. Yeah. But uh, so so I know because uh, my father-in-law is like, of a somewhat higher social, well, economic certainly class <laughs> than I am. Uh, and hoity-toity people now um, get saltwater pools because chlorine kind of sucks. <laughs> like, like it stings your eyes, it fades your we clothes. We use chlorine to dissolve things. <laughs> yeah. Um, and and so, like, in, in your personal uh, pool, if you are my grandfather, <laughs> you, like test it every day and carefully meter it and put like only the precise amount of chlorine in there that's like optimal so it's not so bad uh but if you're a public pool you load that shit up because everybody's peeing in the public pool like not not only that the, the main problem is that um you can't defeat algae that's a uh a total loss of all of your water um and like scrubbing the surface and then refilling it, and depending on size of pool, like that's just hilariously expensive. I don't know. I don't know what uh, how my grandfather dealt. I, I don't feel like that was really that he had much of an algae problem. It might have had to do with some of the other chemicals that go into the pool water. It's really, it's really neat. Well, when you have yeah, like, there's a lot of ways you can get the balance wrong <laughs> and have all sorts of issues. Right. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so, like, my grandfather's pool was sort of was optimized uh, <laughs> exactingly by a retired person who really had nothing better to do other than mow the lawn occasionally. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, but your typical public pool is like germ warfare <laughs> in mm-hmm. in a big pit. Um, and, and and it's so some of like some of the things obviously uh, if. There, so the, the chlorine industry sent out this bullshit survey and like the questions are so dumb and the way they present the data is so like obviously terrible <laughs> it's such bad statistics first of all over 51 percent of americans take use a pool instead of taking a bath uh i doubt that over 50 percent of americans have regular access to a swimming pool in fact i i i know <laughs> for a fact that huge swaths of of american people have absolutely no access to a swimming pool uh if they live in an inner city and there's no like community pool for them or you know what's you know what's nuts here in my area they have quote unquote public pools but actually you have to pay like thousands of dollars a year (laughs) to access them so i'm like oh cool there's a public pool right down the street oh no that is not it's public as like british public schools which are actually what we call private schools it's pretty wild yeah so that exact question in the survey which by the way i don't even know if like the survey started at people who already said like yes i will take a survey (laughs) about pools you know the questions are during summer have you done 
any of these. So that's, you know, worded in such a way that is like, yeah, once in my lifetime, I've done any of hmm. these. And the three things are rinsed off in a pool after exercise, rinsed off in a pool after yard work, and gone swimming as a substitute for showering. And all three of those are uh, 20 and change, so that adds up to 51-ish, depending on how valuable that is based on sample size, and 49%, again, plus or minus, question mark, that said none of these. Yeah. So really, it's only 23% of respondents have said they've done that, like, once in their life. <laughs> right, like ever. Yeah. Um, and, and the weird thing about going swimming as a substitute for showering is that you really want to wash your hair yeah, after you've you gone swimming. Wash the chlorine out. Because, yeah, the, the, yeah. the chlorine, is it's actually real bad for your hair. Um, and skin I, and eyes. <laughs> Right. Basically all of your things. Like yeah. there's a reason we don't routinely marinate ourselves. <laughs> I mean, I guess so there's chlorine in our in our uh, in most parts of the country in the municipal water supply to kill off all of the things that would otherwise kill off us. Uh, but again, that's supposed to be carefully metered. There was a really interesting story about uh, I think it was a small town. And they had hired like some randos hmm. <laughs> to to manage the water supply who didn't know like anything. Uh, so they ended up basically poisoning uh, their whole city with, I think, E. coli. Oh, um, good. Yeah, and and that was the case. Uh, so, <laughs> so chlorine isn't isn't an unmitigated uh, evil. However, at the levels that they use in your typical public pool, like if you as you approach the pool and it just reeks of chlorine, <laughs> like like every public pool does, then there's a shitload in there. Like. Like my grandfather's pool didn't didn't really smell that much uh, like chlorine because again he was obsessively monitoring and fiddling with the chemicals and getting the pH all perfect and whatever is very cute. Um, yeah, <laughs> but they don't do that at public school <laughs> at public pools. They just load it up. Um, it's such a, it, it's it's pretty, it's so weird. Like the chlorine industry was worried because the rich people don't want chlorine pools anymore because they're awful. So so what can they do to whip up <laughs> some some panic? Although you know what a lot of people are going to take away from this isn't oh shit I need to chlorine chlorine woo. It's going to be like oh god I'm never going near a public pool ever again. Yeah, it just further de uh, further stigmatizes you know any public anything whether it's something you have to pay to get into or not. Just the idea of communal things. Right, which, you know, just like every other fucking thing, right. ends up <laughs> disadvantaging the people who have the least advantages to start with. Yep. Super! So the, the big thing this is all leading up to <laughs> is they say that it's not the chlorine that is why your skin is tingling and your eyes are burning. <laughs> No, it's the pee because everybody yeah. pees in the pool. <laughs> I mean, yes, it's true. Everybody pees in the pool. Everybody, I'm sure that everybody who's had regular access to a pool has peed in it at least once. I mean, especially when you were a little kid or whatever. Or if you're on the swim team, you're definitely peeing in the pool because it just takes too long to go to the bathroom and whatever. Uh, however, the concentration, like when you approach a public swimming pool, it does not reek of ammonia. Yeah. <laughs> as, as you might expect, if concentrations were, were sufficient to burn your eyes. No, it reeks of chlorine. Uh, because concentrations of chlorine are totally sufficient to burn your eyes and ruin your bathing suit and bleach your hair, turn it green, 
if if you've dyed your hair blonde sometimes, which is kind of funny. Yeah. You know, just to put this in perspective, like a harsh treatment for a pool, you know, that's probably like 20-ish feet across would be like an entire uh, measuring cup of pure bleach, um, which I guess is what, two cups because Murica. <laughs> One cup is two cups. Mm. Um, at concentrations that, yeah, you know, there's all the uh, warning labels and skull and crossbones about what to do with it you know, gets near your eyes. Right. Or heaven forbid you drink it. Now, granted, it's the concentrations are not so high that it'll kill you if you drink a little pool water, which I know because I used to shriek a lot when I thought I was going to drown mm. uh, as a dumb little kid. <laughs> I wasn't. Uh, nobody was going to let me drown. And if you're shrieking, you're not drowning. But anyway, uh, but uh, it's it's not great for your everything else. Yeah, but I just wanted to compare it to like... <laughs> How much do you think you pee when you pee? And how much <laughs> do you think it would take to cause, you know, any on-contact damage, you know, like at direct <laughs> concentration? Yeah, and like, I, so even if you got like a bunch of people in a pool and, and made them all pee, <laughs> first of all, a lot of them wouldn't be able to because, you know, a lot of people have shy bladders. <laughs> Yeah, just be like, man. <laughs> but, but like it, it's it's not uh, usually a huge amount of pee. This is like the, our, <laughs> our silliest topic. I mean, and it, and it's objectively absurd that you know a PR and this happens a lot in <laughs> yeah. in so-called journalism where some uh, you know private interest uh, writes a press release, <laughs> a press release uh, interpreted as news. Yeah, right. Purporting to be science, but actually it's, you know, just marketing. Yeah. <laughs> and, and you know, they, they, I always thought it was so weird. Like, so I worked in a marketing department for a, a, the business school at a university. And we used to like, not we as in me, I, I had nothing to do with it. But like the, the PR department would, would actually email like press releases to like local news institutions. And like, they don't care about this. Because <laughs> um, we weren't writing, you know, clickbaity headlines like more than half of all Americans admit to using a swimming pool instead of showering. Because, uh, you know, we had a modicum of integrity, <laughs> I guess. Also, like, I'm not sure how many headlines, like, well, we probably could have come up with some. It was a business school after all. But anyway, <laughs> it's so weird. And then, And then all of these, like, press desks who get these this nonsense <laughs> sent to them are like ooh that sounds interesting let's not look into this at all uh let's tri maybe trivially rewrite it and uh hit 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 publish <laughs> and that's modern journalism yep and just take a uh, press release that sounds interesting and then just paste it in without not even like rewriting some of it yeah sometimes it's like verbatim yeah it's it's really amazing and I mean, you you can see why we've been getting funding for journalism. I mean, the ad model, which is what had sustained journalism for like hundreds of years, uh, totally fell down. Um, and and there's nothing really to replace it. And uh, newspapers are profit driven. And so, well, we're spending all this money on actual journalists and they're using up a bunch of hours doing actual journalism and that shit's expensive. Yeah. <laughs> what if instead we uh, fire everybody who's good 
uh, hire like really only low level people, pay them nothing, and tell them that they're going to be doing all their own photography with their iPhones. And not only that, but like give them quotas. So like they don't right. even like the good ones don't have time to be good. Yeah. So even the ones who might, you know, might be inclined to do some due diligence on this sort of thing, like yeah. out, they, they flat out can't. Uh, also, a lot of uh, quote unquote journalism is written by a bunch of freelancers who have to, you know, try even harder to produce as much as possible because they're basically doing piecework, uh, which when it was in sweatshops was determined to be <laughs> uh, bad and made illegal. But we've really done a great job of kind of skirting around that. Like the, the gig economy is piecework. Yeah. Yes, it is. <laughs> it's it's just the same as, okay, you need to sew 300 shirts and you have this amount of time to do it and you're paid by the shirt. And if you don't sew all of them, you won't get paid for stuff. And it's, you know, back when we had unions, <laughs> they uh, they kind of fought for, for that not to happen. Also, like, hey, what if we tried hard not to, to make the factories not burn down and kill a bunch of people? That'd be rad. Uh, these are these are things that that unions got us that we've been slowly chipping away at, <laughs> and it sucks. Journalism's pretty important because you really need to know <laughs> what the fuck is going on yeah. in the world. I mean, like this is you know the joke topic because we've had a string of fairly horrible ones, but this is how we're at the current state of climate change denialism. It's literally this. Like there's some both sidesism, but it's both sidesism being poisoned by the lack of critical thinking. Like you don't need expertise in stuff. You know, I uh, knew while I needed to know about climate change, like how it worked basically before I was in high school. It's, it's not super complicated. Yeah. <laughs> but if you're publishing, you know, press releases from coal barons, like... Yeah. In 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 the interest of a saving time, because, hey, here's some news about how coal isn't that bad, actually. Or like, let's use the phrase clean coal ever. Right. Like, how did that one get to exist? Or, or natural gas, for that matter. <laughs> you know, it's it's a fucking sorry state of things that, that we've got ourselves into, as usual, as is the theme of the show. Um, and this sort of nonsense, this this malarkey, <laughs> is a is a big part of it. When when you just uncritically publish whatever, or you 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 know, just you can check your facts and and give 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 stuff a sniff. <laughs> and if it seems like it didn't smell quite right, don't eat it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like dairy; it'll let you know if you check. Yeah, and um. In the uh, tweet storm where this all started, there's a collection of like the places that, you know, ran it. And like the saddest one is like WebMD. Yeah, man. They're supposed to be giving, <laughs> first of all, although honestly, I haven't really. So the thing about WebMD's website is that they're doing some horrible, evil bullshit with ad loading. So like, the page is just constantly moving if you if you block ads, which you should because they'll fuck your computer up. Yeah. Uh, and so it's unusable. So I never look at WebMD anyway. So maybe I'm fine with that. Uh, although it's pretty bad if only the kind of people who are unsophisticated enough not to be blocking ads are also uh, getting this pseudo information fed to them in lieu of actual information. Yeah. And and uh, to be fair, uh, it's a 404 now. <laughs> 
Nice. <laughs> but it did happen. We all know it did. Uh, a funny thing about the uh, uh, Google News link is that that's uh, as of when you click it. You know, that's not locked in time. And this story is still making the rounds as, like, the original message. <laughs> yeah. 51% use pools as bathtubs. That is not true. It's really, it's really remarkable how this shit <laughs> is spreading. There was, there was some ridiculous question about, about, you know, some ludicrously large percent of people head straight to a swimming pool when they have diarrhea. <laughs> like that was the implication of how it was worded in this, because you're supposed to be like, oh no, chlorinate everything. But like, who does that? Like, okay, sometimes bad things happen and it turns out while you're there, oh no. Oh, no. But nobody who, like, knows they have diarrhea is going to go to a public pool. Like, as as the um, the woman who, who originally tweeted this points out, like, who gets diarrhea and then goes to goes somewhere where you're, you know, you, you don't have easy access to bathrooms, I'm paraphrasing, and, and you're wearing really tight, wet clothing. Like, it just doesn't make sense. Yeah. Okay. So uh, I found it. So, I mean, I don't know about this survey was conducted because I can't find the details online. Red flag. But does it seem real to you that one quarter of people would get the runs and then be like, now is a good time to be in a place inconvenient to a toilet while in wet, tight clothes? Right? Like, if you've ever tried to whip off your bathing suit, especially if you're, if you're you know, a woman wearing a one-piece, like, it's not a thing that can be done quickly. Yeah, and again, you know, it doesn't matter how easy it was to get on. Once those things are wet, even, you know, things that are a discrete bottom are, you know, fairly glued to you. In fact, they're ironically, like, would be easier to remove <laughs> still in the pool. Oh, and the uh, the question uh, regarding that was, uh, uh, almost a quarter of Americans said they'd go in a swimming pool within one hour of having diarrhea. And again, that, you know, first, like, you know, let's weasel that as much as possible. Almost a quarter, you know, instead of reporting a number there. I mean, right. you might be able to say like 19% is almost one quarter. Closer to one fifth, but, you know, whatever. Just pulling things out yeah. of our ass. Um, <laughs> and yeah. again, like, within one hour of like, you know, usually a half hour is... I mean, depending on how young you are and familiar with your system, you might know that the worst is over or completely done with or, you know, you. Well, I mean, the idea is that whatever gave you the trots is still stuck to your butthole and you will spread it throughout the entire swimming pool. And uh, so people do sometimes get sick that way, but. Usually it's like if somebody has like a, a small child, uh, by the way, I'm sure that the people, I'm sure that this was another, have you ever in your life thing? And some people well, were the, like, this one was a hypothetical. Okay. Okay. So, so even they better. would go in a swimming pool within. So, you know, that could be like, okay, yeah, I'm at my house, uh, picked a bad choice of lunch. Uh, I, you know, it's, I, 
no, it's not going to be a day-long thing because it was, you know, one horrible episode, then I sat there for 22 minutes and nothing else happened. And <laughs> because I'm in my own home, I took a shower and got in the pool because it's not, you know, mutually exclusive with the uh, uh, getting in without showering uh, question or in yeah. lieu of showering. Like, they, you know, they put these two things together to be like... Um, you know, they want it to sound like a quarter of Americans <laughs> go in the pool after having diarrhea, right. half of which um, uh, go in the pool after having diarrhea in lieu of right. showering. <laughs> right. The pool is just full of diarrhea assholes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like it's assholes from Walt's pool. Um, oh, yeah. You know what we never told people? <laughs> is uh that uh so we're both going to be in san jose for the big fruit party um <laughs> the week-long fruit party i will be speaking at altconf uh joe's talk was not accepted which we are sure was some kind of conspiracy <laughs> um and uh yeah so if you want to meet one or both of us and you're going to be in san jose you can find us near the uh, near but not in the San Jose <laughs> Convention Center. Yeah. Well, isn't the uh, Alconf Hotel like literally connected? Yeah, it is. There's a breezeway on the second floor, I want to say, a door that goes into the convention center. Hmm. Which yeah. I'm sure will be bad, so we can't even like look in the windows. Um, I don't know. I mean, it would be pretty easy to slip in, but I'm sure that an Apple employee will accost us and, and dispose of us immediately. Yeah, they the lanyards are loud and to be worn at all times for a reason. Yeah. Although, I don't know, like I saw a lot of people walking the streets with them, and that's like not the best idea because it definitely marks you as, well, as a mark. Um, so, I mean, personally, I might unclip that when I'm not on the immediate campus of the convention center. That's just me. Yeah, not only that, but like they're color-coded too. And then once you figure that out, um, you can more accurately pick your targets. Oh, I did not know that. Of course, I wasn't targeting anyone for anything. So, you know. Well, I mean, you know, you know, to, to be as upset about the, the, my luck the last couple of months, when you actually have one, you know what color yours is and you start to look for patterns because you notice, you know, that there are other colors and they must mean something. And yeah, it turns out they do because that's easy for the employees to be able to figure out stuff. Like if there are certain times you need to be herded into one area or another hmm. based on that. Um, like, uh, you know, the scholarship winners, you know, the literal children, for example, have a different right. colored one. And press, presumably, have yeah. their own. And yeah, but um, yep. So uh, on the plus side, you'll be able to eat whatever food you want. On the minus side, no, you won't because you only have the choices that are available in San Jose. 